Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. If you're going through any of life transitions, this program is for you. Joyce is president and founder of Joy After Divorce, a one-on-one coaching practice that helps women rebuild and redesign their lives after divorce. As a certified coach, she's had extensive training, including mentoring and training by Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup book series. Joyce is also a member of Leadership Texas. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host and coach, Joyce Buford. Good morning. We are so happy that you have joined us today. And again, we're going to have a fabulous guest sharing her her philosophy and love of coaching and and the exciting things that she has done in her life. Let me remind you that the program today is always focused about women and our changes. You know, we get to points in our lives where we can get stuck. We make a change or a change happens to us through life, like the death of a marriage, the death of a spouse, children leaving the home. We take over the major responsibilities of handling our aging parents. We have a loss of our job. There are so many things that come into our lives and change us and cause us to reevaluate who we are, where we want to go, can we get there, and is it possible? This is the program that shows you, yes, you can change your life and live a fabulous future. That's what my guests always tell you, how they maneuvered through change. So our guest today is no different than that. She is known as Kathy Sparrow, and she is the adventure coach. Kathy is an award-winning author, speaker, and creative leadership coach. Her work has appeared in national and regional magazines. No stranger to embracing change as an adventurer, Kathy is an award-winning writer and author. She was one of the only female saltwater fish fly fish guides in the nation for several years on the Lower Lagoon Madre in deep South Texas. She also was a former professor of English and academic advisor at the University of Texas Pan American, where she designed curriculum for her first year writing courses around the theme of discovering your mission in life. From her love of fishing, she is the author of numerous books, including her memoir on the Mother Lagoon fly fishing and the spiritual journey, and soon to be released, The Whispered Teachings of Grandmother Trout. I love that title, Kathy. It's a great title. A Master Rim Facilitator and a Taylor Protocol Core Values Index Facilitator. 
She is a graduate of Jack Canfield's 2011 Train the Trainer program and the 2013 assisting team for his work. She is an associate coach at the Business Success Coach Network. She loves and lovingly, but with firmly coaxing, she coaches her clients to show up for themselves and raise the bar to dance at the edge of their comfort zone. She encourages her clients to embrace change as an adventure. So I welcome a sister and a fellow traveler of, to the show today. So Kathy, welcome. Good morning. How are you today? Good morning, Joyce. I'm excellent. I just came off of two days of masterminding with our mutual friend Robert McPhee. So I am I'm pumped and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, we are going to be talking today about your new program, which is Women, Money, and the Inner Male Connection. So that all sounds mm -hmm. uh, very interesting to me and something that we need to address as women travelers. So tell us a little bit about what this program offers. It offers a big key, the solution, one of the solutions, and I think it's a really integral piece to a, a solution to having financial freedom. I, you know, I'm very accomplished. I've, I've owned businesses. I've been an academic, you know, in academia. And throughout my life history, I've watched my money kind of go up and down like a roller coaster. And right. um, it, it intrigued me, and I wondered why, you know, outside of, you know, <laughs> outside of divorce and whatnot, where uh, things kind of happen like that. But I was also getting a lot of clients, like female client, clients coming to me for rim sessions, and that was a major thing. They just couldn't get their money together. And so mm -hmm. I, I, I think about things. I'm, I'm like a researcher. I want to dig in there and, like, figure things out. So, and a lot of times I do that through just my own contemplation and asking questions in a contemplative mode. So one night I took a walk with my dog, and I said, so what is it with my own? You know, I kind of looked at myself because I always have to test it out first with me. What is it about this roller coaster that my money's been, you know, doing? And I had the vision of three men, and those three men were my father, my first husband, yes. and my second husband. Yes. And I said, okay, so what's the connection? And I realized all of them were, and, you know, and respectfully I say this, they were weak in their own way. Um, I loved them all. I learned valuable lessons from them all, but they, they, were, they had a flaw. And that flaw harmed their ego in such a way that they were never really able to step up and be men that they really could truly be. My father mm -hmm. was an alcoholic. Um, throughout my childhood, I heard my mother complain that there was never enough money. My first yeah. husband um, was basically a rageaholic, um, and he was in construction. And, I mean, we lived kind of fine all, winter, all summer, but I lived in upstate New York, so <laughs> construction shut down in the winter. And we'd go yeah. down to like fifty dollars, right. you know. And it was scary because I had two little kids. And then my third, my second husband, um, you know, the same thing. We would, we started a business, and it was, seemed like it was going to be really 
fantastic. And then hurricanes happened. You know, in the fly fishing lodge, we were dependent on weather a lot. And, right. you know, we'd have hurricanes, and then there would be – and so there was this roller coaster constantly. And all three of them, in all three situations, I had to step it up and mm. be the problem solver. Mm-hmm. Only I did it <clears> – <throat> I did it out of my um, nurturing, my got-to-fix-it mode. So – I looked further into this and I said, so what is this about me now as a single woman um, taking care of myself? And, the, and that still continues. There's no man in my life and it still continues. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my own inner male, <clears throat> excuse me, is weak. Mm-hmm. I never developed. See, we're all balanced. We all have masculine and feminine traits. And I didn't yes. know how to develop my masculine traits because I didn't have a good role model in my life. Right. Uh, I think a lot of us as women uh, certainly grew up with the um, uh, model of the man primarily as the breadwinner and the women primarily are the, the major, major uh, carriers of the inner workings of the household and the family. Uh, and then sometimes mm-hmm. when those men aren't uh, secure enough in their financial education, and that's many times dependent upon their upbringing as well, then it just Absolutely. seems to be a continuous mm-hmm. cycle. And so it has become more, um, I think, necessary in the later years for us to step up as women. Are you finding that in uh, most of your coaching yeah. situations? I, I definitely, so many women that I um, work with are entrepreneurs and they yes. truly want to contribute to the family, you know, even if they are married. And if they're not married, it's absolutely essential that they, you know, learn how to contribute um, to themselves. And so, and, you know, so many of us women choose, choose not to be in relationship or to be in relationships that aren't financially enmeshed. And mm-hmm. I think that number is growing every year. Um, yeah. And it's not that we dislike men, it's just, you know, we choose our independence. And it is absolutely integral to our survival in our older years to learn how to, to nurture that side of us that, so that we can become that good provider for ourselves. And mm-hmm. it's not only their finance, in financial health, it's emotional health, too. If the men in our lives have not been emotionally healthy, that's damaging. That, and that's probably the biggest key. If they're not right. willing to be, you know, to own their stuff. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is a tendency, I think, for women in selecting their their uh, mates, you might say, or other, to so, select somebody according to the way their father worked. And then because they're so used to working in that paradigm with their father, Right. They also choose men right. just like their father. And unless they Absolutely. do their work, no, I, they continue to yeah. live with those men. Yeah? That's right. You agree? And by that work is yeah. that emotional work. And that's one of the biggest um, wins I had working with Jack Canfield and, and all the programs that I went through with him is I really got in touch with, oh, my goodness, I'm working at my daddy issues in my marriages. 
And, uh, you know, I always wanted my father's love and approval and couldn't right. get it. Couldn't get it in the, with him, couldn't get it in, in either one of my marriages. And I had to learn to love and approve myself. Right. Yeah. Some and of the growth that we got to go through. Kathy, we are going to take a short break. And when we come back, okay. I want to talk a little bit about, you've referred to REM, and you might just give us a little description of what REM is. But we are going to take a mm -hmm. short break here and uh, be back with more information from Kathy. Great, thanks. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Do you ever feel like you're the invisible woman? Too polite to be political, too nice to be real, tame even though you really want to be unleashed, like you're living in a fairy tale without the happy ending. Well, Cinderella has left the ball, and it's time to wake up and break up with our own self-imposed glass slippers and ceilings. Welcome to Le Chic Speak, the polite woman's guide to self-expression, with your host, Jen Duchenne. Le Chic Speak is the Woohoo Radio Network's resident radio show dedicated to helping women turn on their power and turn up the volume of their voices so you can be seen, heard, appreciated, and celebrated. Join us on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time for your weekly dose of Le Chic Speak with your host, Jen Duchenne, only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific, on the Rockstar Radio Network. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles, is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. We are listening and speaking with Kathy Sparrow, Kathy Sparrow, the adventure coach, uh, an award-winning author, speaker, and creativity leadership coach, which I've had the pleasure of traveling with her a little bit on this road, so we have been friends for a while. But Kathy is sharing her new women, money, and inner male connection program. Now, Kathy, before we went to the break, we sort of had thrown out the word rim 
facilitator. Mm -hmm. And would you, for my guests, would you just kind of explain what that process is? Sure. RIM is an absolutely marvelous mind-body technique that dissolves self-sabotaging behaviors and, and erases those limiting beliefs that are instilled in our subconscious when we're young, younger. And through our imagination, we go back and relive experiences where we've been wounded, either, you know, deeply wounded through a very traumatic experience or something as simple as being yelled at for spilling milk at the dinner table. And yeah. all of those inner, uh, all those earlier experiences affect our ability to make choices and decisions as adults. And so we mm -hmm. have this little kid inside of this wounded little child inside of us making adult decisions. Um, and RIM is a, uh, you know, it's a really wonderful tool to just take and create a new pathway for us to be mm -hmm. adults and empowered and be able to really stand in our own, in our own power and make good choices rather than choices based on how we felt as a child. Right. It's, it's just an amazing tool. Um, I've been working with it for many years and probably like three now, and I am a master facilitator, and I've just seen amazing breakthroughs for many, 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 actually all of my clients and have breakthroughs through each session, and mm. just wonderful to watch people blossom with that tool. Yeah, it's it a great up the tool. coaching process, too. Yeah, yes. and it, it really does speed up the coaching process. So, and I have other coaches actually refer people to me when the, their clients get stuck. So, right. Yeah. Now, we had also wanted to get into the qualities of strong role models for, for mm -hmm. particularly for a male, what those qualities might be. So what would those yeah, be? Yeah, I, well, when, during my discovery, I uh, sat down and mind mapped, well, what is, what does a strong male role model look like I had no clue because I didn't have one and I mm -hmm. loved, just thought about things I thought integrity someone mm -hmm. who keeps his word that's really important we, and integrity is good for, I mean, for everybody but I wanted to find a male role model that is, has integrity and the other quality that was really important to me was um, taking 100% responsibility the men in my life really didn't take responsibility they pawned it off it looked, you know, it was always my fault, their fault, you know, or my mother's fault or something, you know. It's like, wow, that's not responsible. That's, you know, as you know, that's the first success principle. Take 100% responsibility for everything that happens in your life. Right. And the men, and so that to me is a really, really, it absolutely, if I hear blame coming out of somebody's mouth, I run in the opposite direction. <laughs> um, and the other one is really being in touch with their emotions. And expressing them appropriately. Mm. That's, that's hard. I mean, you know, especially for men who, who have, you know, been taught in society, you know, you just got to tough it up and have stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I get more out of, you know, seeing a man who's willing to have tears in his eyes and, and you know, really express grief and or um, sadness over really not being, you know, being on top of his mm -hmm. game. To me, that's strong. You know, I really, I really see that changing in the men of today more than it was in the, if we can make a generalization like this, more than the men of yesterday, of my father's age. Uh, Definitely, and, yeah. 
-hmm. you know, because I do think that we are teaching and and the importance of emotion. And I see our our young men of today stepping up and sharing with many more of the the raising of the children and and those responsibilities that in the past have been delegated to a woman's role. So absolutely I, I do see that. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful yeah, I, um, attribute of the young men of today. Yeah, and, and not only just the young men. I mean, you, you and I know that, you know, the men that have walked with us in the, in the journey with, you know, Jack's programs are, um, you know, they're, they've cried right along with us, you know, and they've been yes. there to hold us when, when right. we've had our, our moments. That's strength. Someone yes. who's willing to stand there and let us have our emotion and being willing to express their emotion. That's, that's what, and a lot of us w- women have also stuffed our emotions. And that's yes. not, you know, that's not strength either. So that, you know, that being in touch, having integrity, 100% responsibility, and really being in touch with their heart, being willing to be the manly man and step up when that's called for, but also being willing to, you know, have that vulnerable side. That's, mm. that's to me, a strong inner male. And it was funny. Um, I had shared this, again, with Robert McPhee, and, um, and he said, well, who do you know? Who's a strong male role model? And I went, I went blank. Absolutely didn't. <laughs> didn't couldn't think of anybody. And so he mentioned actually someone who um, has gone through Jack's train the trainer, Jack Kinsel's train the trainer program, and um, I've had contact with. And I went, oh my gosh, yes. And he's a builder from Canada. His name's Rick Kurzak, and he owns a lumber yard company and lots of other things. And I mean, he's just you know snowmobiles and motorcycles and just a real manly man and he's got such a big heart and every about every year he takes people to Africa to build homes and and schools and help develop these villages and it's Mm -hmm. like you know as a leader you know because I've worked under him as a um, on the assisting team and it's just like he is just so appreciative of the people around him knows how to nurture good leadership in the people that he gathers around him on his team and you know, still that manly man. That, so he's my, and I've, we've talked about this, so he's my symbol. So every day I get up and I, I think about him. I just kind of touch base mm-hmm. and go, mm, yes, okay. And so mm-hmm. then when I go into my business mode, I can, I have this balance. I'm extremely feminine. So mm-hmm. I can, just by thinking of him as my symbol, I bring out those qualities of a strong male. Man, right. You know, those masculine qualities in myself. So I think that's important. So many times these qualities particularly don't show up until they're working with relationships in women. And so we would say they'd show up in marriages a lot. Um, and once they appear, what what would be a recommendation that you would suggest that couples do? Would it be just find be a coach? Talk it Would out. it be what? Yeah, I, I think that a lot of times we, we do need that, that mediator, that coach to mm-hmm. help us through those. And not necessarily counseling, but there are relationship coaches too. I do some as well. I mean, it, mm-hmm. uh, it's amazing, you know, because all it takes is a willingness to have people be vulnerable and open, saying, this is what I'm feeling, 
and this is what I want. No blame, no shame. This is what I'm feeling, and this is what I want. And how can we get there? And being open to that possibility. And I think that, and I know in my own marriages, you know, I, especially the last one, when I realized that I was playing out this role with my father, with my husband, who was a little bit older, and he was also playing out his mother's abandonment issues with me. And I came back and said, okay, this is what I want. This is, this is an opportunity for us to grow. Some people just can't do that. And in our case, it's, it was fine. It was complete. I think it was my last effort to, you know, make sure I wasn't making a mistake because I had already, um, we had been separated and had a brief reconciliation. So, you know, not everybody can go there. Not everybody needs to go there. Sometimes a relationship is complete. But other times I think we give up too soon. And we right. don't, we aren't open to the possibility of exploring because that's scary. That's, right. that's where we're at our edge. You know, that's the, and I describe our edge, and I always say it's your edge in my coaching because each of us have a different comfort zone. Edge. <laughs> and that edge is where we just step out of that comfort zone and explore possibility of something new. And I'd like to use the word dancing at that edge, at your edge, because it is a dance. It's, it, it's like, okay, how are we going to negotiate this? Let's make it playful and fun. And most people aren't able to go there because it is scary. It takes courage. Mm-hmm. But it's, I would it's think women are much easier to go there and play than most men would be. Do you I, find that yes, to be the case? And, yes, and I think that's also changing. I think there are right. women, I mean, men out there. I mean, we see them in self-development programs. Mm-hmm. And I would say about half of my clientele, um, well, maybe not, it, it shifts, but a lot. Of, at one point I had more men in my coaching, um, co- my coaching list than uh, as a client list than women, but now it's uh, swung a little bit the other way, more women. And right. I think because I discovered this program, it's like, so I'm right. attracting more women. But you're also a very talented coach, writing coach as well, correct? That's right. Yeah. And what's interesting is writing is where most of our stuff comes up. (laughs) This is where we get scared. (laughs) Because, oh, my God, somebody's going to read my stuff and see me in the grocery store, and then they're going to talk to me about it. And and it it brings up, who am I to be saying this? And you know, all that self-doubt that we don't have any expertise. And and a good deal of my, uh, actually most of my coaching clients, writing coach clients are other coaches. And Mm -hmm. um, they need a book to share their message with the world. Um, I also do uh, specialize in memoir too. So, and it it is scary to be revealing of our innermost thoughts. But it's also very exciting because we discover, yeah. We're going to take a short break now sorry to interrupt your thought okay. there but keep it in your mind okay because <laughs> we, okay. we will be back and when we come back we're going to talk about some of the other fascinating things that kathy is doing so stay we return with more of second wind with joyce buford after this short break. 
We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family? Do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work? Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose and all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? We'll pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. here on Tugginet Radio. Like many women, finding balance in life and time to take care of yourself is hard to do. Between managing a career and marriage and children and a busy family schedule, it's hard to maintain a sense of self. And Heather shares how she does it. Check out Heather's website, basilmama.com. Join us for food and a whole lot more on Around the Kitchen Sink with your host, Heather Tallman. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. My guest, Kathy Sparrow, known as the Adventure Coach, and I have been talking about her, her new program, Women, Money, and the Inner Male Connection. But now I want to talk for a few moments about Kathy's other interesting thing, which is, you know, she says she's an adventure coach, which she attributes to her coaching, which coaching is an adventure but also, this woman is a real adventurer. Now, Kathy, I read on here that you are a fly fishing, saltwater fly fishing guide in lower Laguna Madre in deep south Texas. Now, I know you also do some work in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and I just love the idea. I love fly fishing. So tell us about that part of you. Yeah, so I'm no longer a guide in South Texas, but what I, I do now do, I, because I live in San Diego, um, right. but I was a, one of the only female saltwater guides in the nation for several years. I owned a fly fishing lodge with my second husband, and that was a real adventure. I mean, that was just, you know, I really grew up there a lot. Uh, became more crazy. Yeah. And uh, what I've developed is a fly fishing at your edge program, and that is combining coaching and fly fishing, because Whenever we're, I mean, how we operate shows up wherever we are. And what I've noticed in 
watching some, and I noticed in my own development as a fly fisher, everything that I learned on the water, I could attribute to land. If I was not focused, I wasn't focused on land, you know. But when I was focused, man, I caught fish. Right. <laughs> and and, and it was, it, so I learned intention. I learned persistence. I learned the art of practice. And I could tell just by casting my rod where I was holding back or whether I was being too aggressive. And mm-hmm. so using that metaphor gets us out of the office and into nature, which is so important. I mean, to me, that's where adventure, I mean, we need to connect with nature in some way. And for me, the platform is fly fishing. And right. so what I've done is I do hold programs here in San Diego. Um, I'll be, and I, I team up with different lodges and guides around the nation and just show up either with a group that I take or with a group that's already, um, you know, contacts me and say, you know, we'd like to go there. Or right. In fact, last well, night I probably I got yeah, an invitation I'm- to go on a sailboat. <laughs> My challenge in fly fishing, which I learned fly fishing from traveling with my adventure husband, and um, fly fishing was, you know, it is a gentleman's or a gentlewoman's sport, and I found it taught me patience because trying to put the fly where you wanted it to go was a real challenge, and then just waiting for that fish to think it was interesting enough for him to take a little bite was a real challenge Mm -hmm. working it constantly but a strange thing happened to me is I enjoyed the fly fishing I enjoyed being in nature but somehow when I divorced I put that activity in the closet now I -hmm. took my fly fishing rod with me when I was in Santa Fe, but somehow in my mind, I had made a a separation there. And so I was so happy when I joined a fly fishing club in Santa Fe and actually started participating in the activity again. Because there is something very special about fly fishing, much more than throwing it out there and with another type of rig. The fly fishing mm-hmm. is very special. Mm-hmm. So I think you're special, Kathy, because you do this. Mm-hmm. And I think to go on a trip with you and connect with our feminine powers to catch a fish, but also through patience and knowing how to place it, mm-hmm. because it is a challenging sport to be able to oh, do all definitely. that yeah. and catch a fish. And, and I refer to that development. Yeah, and I refer to that development as the way of the huntress. You know, by really, mm-hmm. and that, you know, combines both the our inner feminine and inner masculine traits. We don't lose, you know, we don't become one of the guys out there. We use, our, actually, the patient shows up, in, and I think women are, you know, more patient than, than men a lot of times. Um, really? It's a great, it's just, <laughs> all right, well... In that sport, yeah. In that sport, yeah. Um, you know, and I shouldn't say I shouldn't say that. Not everybody, because the men who do go out and fish are incredibly. They they have developed something in themselves that, uh, and fly fish particularly, 
have developed something in themselves that, um, you know, is akin to patience and persistence. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and, and I will tell you, I put cross-fishing aside. I, when I left South Texas in that marriage, I thought I was done with it. But the water kept calling me back. Yes. And, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, and I live by that. I need to be by water. And uh, right. when I stepped back into a fly shop, it was only a year ago I went, whoa, I'm home again. This is right. where I need to play. Yeah. 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 Yes. And it just is a really, it is a, it's a beautiful sport. It's an art. And we can yes. learn so much yes. about ourselves yes. when we're out on the water, when we're um, just, and it's all kinds of water. I mean, most people think of fly fishing in, in fresh water and, you know, mountain streams and lakes. Mm-hmm. And I learned on salt water. And I love salt water. Um, oh, you learned on so salt I, water? I learned, learned on salt water. Yeah, and everybody thinks it's all fresh water, you know. But it's, oh, yeah. I learned on salt water, and I'm now learning to fish in the surf. And that's a real, that's, that ups the game a little bit. You've got moving parts, lots of moving parts, like oh, waves yeah. that could knock you down. But it's I'm not sure I can do that fast on a, a water coming in and throwing that line out and <laughs> seems yeah, like a battle. Line. So yeah, and that's where I. That's it's, it. It isn't. It can be a dance. You know, instead of using the word battle, it's a dance. And mm-hmm. it is. A, and it, and I didn't fish two months um, just recently because I was busy working on some other projects, and and, and it was I, it's embarrassing to say that. And so the first hour of the time I went out, it was like, oh, painful. And then mm. I got into my rhythm again. And then it is that dance. And it's like, oh. And so are, when, you are, you know, when you are fly fishing in California with some of the groups mm-hmm. and come in and work with them, are you fly fishing on uh, saltwater or spring water? Like saltwater. All saltwater, salt yeah, really? Yeah, but I, oh. I I will go any place. I'm developing a, a couple of uh, trips for next year. One is in Oregon, and the other is in Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and actually, I don't. You know, if I work with people who never fly fished before, I would not take them to the surf. <laughs> it's a little too complicated. Right. So we need some stiller water. And right. um, mm-hmm. yeah, so. Yeah. Well, if somebody you know, wanted to know more about those trips, how would they contact you? Could you give they, us the information um, on how to contact you now? Sure, sure. My email, excuse me, excuse me. My email address is Kathy, K A T H Y, at Kathy Sparrow, and that's Sparrow like the bird or Jack Sparrow, S P A R R O W dot com. So, Kathy at kathysparrow.com. And my website um, has a lot of information about uh, my writing programs. And uh, hopefully in the next few days, I'm going to have a SurveyMonkey link up as well for the – I'm gathering information about the women and money and the intermail connection. I really want to reach out to more women and find out what their journeys are. So I can mm-hmm. include that because I am writing a book about it. And um, mm-hmm having retreats and I'll be having a teleclass that in the beginning of the year as well. So there'll be more information being developed and put on my website. I need probably now, another three hours. 
Yeah. When you take yeah. your fly fishing classes or mm -hmm. trips, mm -hmm. do you also, mm -hmm. I mean, you're teaching fly fishing, I would assume, but you, how do you work that right. in with some coaching experiences? Do you do that as well? Of course, yeah, because I, I'll watch people, how they react mm -hmm. to, um, a lot of people get frustrated, and or they may show up not um, prepared, like right. not bringing rain gear or, you know, that kind of stuff, and I'll say, well, okay, so how are you not prepared in other areas of your life? Or mm -hmm. if it's a frustration and anger that kind of comes out because, oh, I missed a fish, and, you know, they nothing's here you know i'll give you an example i was when i was guiding i was i had a brother and sister that i took out and the the brother was a um, long-term client he brought his sister who had never fly fished so i walked mm -hmm. with her and there were fish all around us and she was catching fish mm -hmm. and he was not too far away from us and just barreled through the water and he said oh there's no fish here and so when I looked at that, I go, hmm, where is he <laughs> moving too fast in life to be open to possibilities? Mm -hmm. What is he not willing to look at in his life? So that's what I, you know, it's always a mirror. So mm -hmm. I'm looking at what is being reflected about that person in their behavior. And I lovingly, right. you know, I don't put blame. I just, I ask good questions like, where is that showing up in your life? And how mm -hmm. is it working for you? And what can you can do, what can you do to change it? So whether I'm working with somebody writing a book or working with somebody, you know, playing in the fly fishing world, it's even the questions are very similar, and mm -hmm. it's always a yeah, and it, it is a discovery process. It's an adventure. Well, what are we going to discover on the other side of this? Yeah, I love the combination of fly fishing and self discovery. I think it's really a great way to work on on oneself. I mean, you're outside in nature mm -hmm. and it's just a great experience. So I just give that a plus, 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 plus. I love that, Kathy. <laughs> you may have to in your class. Thank you. <laughs> well, we are about to take another break. And when we come back, I'm going to ask my favorite question of Kathy. So stay tuned and we will be back shortly for the famous question that Joyce always loves to ask. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success, more stability, more happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smarts, strategies, and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. 
Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Riles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Kathy Sparrow, the adventure coach, and I have been having the most fabulous discussion this morning about her new program, Women, Money, and Inner Male Connection, her workshops that she does with fly fishing and teaching coaching and principles about ourselves through that process. And so we've just been having a great time. But I am ready to ask my famous question that I ask every guest and that question is I believe that we come to this earth knowing our perfect self we are in our perfect self and because we are we know what really makes us love life and we spend a lot of time as little people doing this playing this but as life would have it it changes it gets very dim in our minds, and we're drawn away to take on the extra responsibilities of life, many times totally disconnecting from the areas that we shine. So I always ask my guests to replay for me, what did they love doing as a child, and how do they see it re-entering or being a part of their adult life? So Kathy, this is my question. What did you like to do as a little girl that you see as replayed in your adult life? And having interactions with animals Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, being near the water. I loved playing near the water. Um, There was a crick not too far, a crick. I like that crick. Listen, honey, we are from Texas, so we just make that go. Actually, (laughs) I learned how to say that in upstate New York, so that's kind of interesting. Um, Yeah, that's where I was raised. So I loved being, I loved, I really did love looking at fish and watching Mm -hmm. them and watching the bugs skim across the surface. And, you know, I would go fishing with my father and my grandfather in all weather. I mean, we even did some ice fishing. It was always like, oh, what's going to come out of that hole in the ice? Or what's going to come up, uh, you know, out of that bottom of the, of the stream, you know? So I'm doing that. But when I'm fly fishing, I really am getting in touch with it, it, with that part of my inner child. And I don't even have to be fly fishing. I was at, at a conference room uh, on the bay here um, 
for the weekend. I was in a mastermind group, and at every break and, you know, first thing in the morning, I would go out, out on the balcony, and I would look over at the water and, like, see if there were any fish. <laughs> and so I'm always intrigued by water. And what, and I think that has to do with the subconscious, too. What is, what's going to come up? What, what surprises are we going to have? So yeah. that's, that's a big part of it. And I love reading and writing. Um, I would spend a lot of my summertime, you know, lounging around in a, a hammock, reading, you know, Nancy Drew novels mm-hmm. as a young girl. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm surrounded by books. And I love books. And I, you know, it's like, oh, what am I going to discover about myself by reading this book? What am I going to discover little, that will enhance my life? As a little girl, did you ever play out the role that you would write books for a career in your adult life? That was my, you know, David White, who is the author of um, Crossing the Unknown Sea, Work as a Pilgrimage of Identity, and he's also a fabulous poet, said that, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have our first um, indication of what we really want to be doing with our lives when we're very young. And for him, he wrote poetry. And for me, it it is about writing. I wanted Uh to be a writer. And and, and unfortunately, well, fortunately or unfortunately, when I was... um, Entering high school, I said to my guidance counselor, I want to be a writer, and I'm interested in the theater. He looked at me and said, you'll never be a writer, and he never even addressed the theater. (laughs) But I have both in my life now. I may not be an actor on a stage, but I I get on stage to teach, you know, or, you know, through radio to to teach. Yes, And I do write, and I teach writing. So Mm. all of the, you know, both the water and the writing and the books have been, are in my life. I think it's come true, hasn't it? (laughs) You're very much into that. So in our few minutes that we have left on the show today, again, connecting with your uh, focus on your new program, what would you like to share Mm -hmm. with us? I would like to share that, you know, it is possible to change that money game. It is possible to work in a way, you know, work with ourselves in a way where we can be balanced both masculine, in our masculine and feminine traits. And I really think that's how we really show up in the world in a bigger way and help other people be all that they can be. Because that's really what we need. We need those, both of those sides of ourselves to be all we can be in the world. And, you know, in our, it's like that's where we can show up and really offer our service to humanity by being all of who we are. And so this women, money, and the intermittent connection is really important because if our money isn't in order, we can't go out, we can't do philanthropic deeds. We can't build businesses that will touch the lives of, you know, numbers and numbers of people. So that is really important, and we owe it to ourselves to be secure. And I welcome anyone to come, you know, I, I want to hear stories about women who are struggling and who have maybe see this connection. And I really want to help people, help women get through this too. And that's why mm-hmm. I will be having this teleclass and I plan on having retreats next year. It's just a matter of um, setting the dates aside amidst <laughs> everything else is uh, already scheduled. Do you go back in your um, money programming and use the rim to go back and change some um Yes. Learning that people experienced from their parents 
as they were growing? Yes, I do. Yeah. 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 That rim is throughout every single one of my programs. And, you know, I work individually and also do group rim process. And that, you know, it's incredibly powerful. And so Mm -hmm. we'll be tapping into those, you know, even helping, you know, one, you know, looking at this early scenario about where the money message came from, that there's never Mm -hmm. enough, (laughs) money doesn't grow on trees, that kind of thing. Um, Or hearing that, you know, uh, the male isn't a good provider, that kind of thing. We'll also look at developing our own personal, what, you know, because each of us has a different definition of what a strong male means. Mine, you know, it it may be similar, but we'll, I'll I'll help people through defining that inner male or or that strong male role model and helping them define who that, who that can be in their life. Yeah. Kathy, what does the RIM stand for? R-I-M. Um, releasing uh, inner magician is one one acronym. Um, also, I I like saying releasing your inner mojo because it really oh. it's about you know really getting in touch with that spark inside of us that we had as young people. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. that got covered up. So mm-hmm. It's really going back and finding that that inner that true essence of who we are. Mm. Okay, so for individuals that like would like very much to work with you about this women money and inner male connection or for people mm-hmm. that are very much interested in maybe your fly fishing school uh or not mm-hmm. school but as much as your two trips that you will be planning for next year and they'd like to be connected so they might yeah. think about being part of them what is your connect how do people find you Okay, and I actually, on the fly fishing, I, I remembered, I am doing a trip to South Texas next uh, June. So, okay. um, yeah, so that's so there are three trips next year. Um, so the best way to reach me is um, through my website or um, just directly email Kathy at kathybarrow.com. And... Um, you know, if someone would like to call, I can't. They can reach me at six one nine two zero zero two six five seven. Okay, and remember that she is on the west coast, Pacific so coast. <laughs> you yeah. can call her really late if you're in Texas or on the east coast. <laughs> but don't That's call right. her early. <laughs> Yeah, I tend not to answer the phone earlier than seven. <laughs> <laughs> you may have to leave a message for sure. But yeah, it's, that's right. It's, that's... Kathy and I have, of course, have studied with Jack Canfield, and we were in the same Train the Trainer course together. So that's why mm-hmm. my um, admiration of Kathy has started for many years back, and it's always a pleasure to spend some time with her. I was... Really, the the main thing that attracted me to Kathy was, of course, our mutual love for fly fishing, which I hadn't mm-hmm. run into too many women that loved the fly fishing. So it was just, I was like a, a fly on a, I went right to that lady and I said, oh, let's talk about that. So I really appreciate <laughs> our connecting on that but we have certainly traveled the same paths and have the same uh, 
interests in, in coaching and helping women change their life, improve their lives, and grow. That's right. Yeah. So we have just a few minutes to talk about um, the process that one might use. Oh, we only have 90 seconds left. Is there anything that you would really like to share with us, Kathy, before we say goodbye for today? Yeah, I, you know, I know that change can be scary, and mm -hmm. I have done a lot of changing, and it's not like I have done it, you know, with, you know, a lot of, it has taken courage. And mm -hmm. I've, you know, using the, the term faced my fears and done it anyway. And that's where I say, you know, be willing to dance at that edge because really life begins outside that comfort zone. Life, that's where we create the life that we want. Yeah. And I love that word want and really getting in touch with the wants lately. And it's not what I need, it's what I want. So I encourage the listeners to really think about what they want and be willing to go, oh, let's go on a little adventure and see what I can create for myself. <laughs> right. Thank you, Kathy, for being with us today. It's been fabulous. I always, as usual, I love visiting with you and sharing all the good work that you're doing. Oh, thank so, you, Joyce. I appreciate you and all the good work you're doing, too. It's been so, quite a journey, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I thank my listeners for being here today. Uh, change is, as Kathy assured us, it's an adventure, and with adventure, there is some fear around that, some scary thoughts. But when we stay too comfortable, we never change. Right. Thank you for joining us on today's edition of Second Wind. Join us again next week at the same time as Joyce and her guests share strategies of growth and renewal. You'll learn how to attain goals and dreams and create the life you want to live to its fullest.